Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to The Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And I gotta say, before we start, I am looking forward to this episode because we will be talking about the recent controversy of the Joe Rogan podcast, aka the Joe Rogan Experience. So, without further ado, I got a disclaimer. If you're tired of the Joe Rogan Experience, well, come experience the Prince of Fresh Air. But with that, let's get into this episode, shall we? And we are back for our most anticipated episode with my man, Dimitri. How you doing, man? Yo, yo, what up? Oh, I'm sure everybody, me and you included, is going to love this episode because this has been trending hot topics for a while, and it's all based off the Joe Rogan experience. So, um, yeah, me and you talked about this for a little bit before, and, you know, the the media outrage and the the amount of comments and reactions a lot of people have towards Joe Rogan, you know, everybody has their opinion on it. Uh, before we jump into the, the, the most recent controversy, which is the racism uh, Joe Rogan has been uh, uh, targeted because of the rhetoric he used on his podcast. What do you, what do you think about the Joe Rogan podcast and uh, all the backlash he's been receiving lately? Well, I didn't, I didn't think much of the Joe Rogan podcast, to be honest with you. I think the most that I've ever seen of it really was, I think, a couple of clips of him and Kanye. So I think it was it was the Kanye West episode that he had him come on there, and then they talked about some stuff. I couldn't tell you what was said because I don't remember. A lot of times with some podcasts, it's really them just chatting, and they're not really talking about anything in particular. So, you know, it didn't really um, hold my attention. But as far as a lot of the backlash that he's, you know, been receiving, because I heard about it, and I was like, you know, let me go, let me see for myself. So I went on Twitter and I went digging around and then I actually saw um, pretty much like the, the, the N-word compilation of him using the word for like two minutes straight. And the amount of times of him using the word, like so comfortably, every bit of backlash that he's getting right now is well-deserved. Oh, man, look, and um, it's one of those days, like uh, a lot of people, rightfully so, uh, have been talking to him. And it hasn't really just been the racism. It's been a lot of uh, things that he's been saying on his podcast. But yeah, I first was made aware of the fact that he said the N-word over 30 times on his podcast. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was over 50 times over the span of his uh, his mm-hmm. podcast since he moved to Spotify. Wow. And my thing is this. I was, I was talking to somebody the other day about this. It's like, why do people let him get away with it? I'm not I'm not talking about the people that listen to it, but the guests, especially black guests. Why do they let this man get away with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's mind blowing that, you know, when you have a following, you have a, a, a fan base and followers that people give you passes because of this stuff. Like, this is not the first time he said it. Mm-hmm. This is not the second time. This is not the third time. This is a span over over 50 times he used the N word. He's made derogatory comments about, you know, minorities, black people, and nobody's said a word until now. Um, but do you think that we, especially the black community, should hold him more accountable and that we need to speak up more about the fact that we keep letting this happen? Well, I, well, from what I've been seeing, you know, I've seen, you know, a wide range of reactions, or at least not really a wide range. I've pretty much heard he's racist, and I've pretty much heard he's not racist. And the reasoning behind certain black people, these are white people who are saying that, that I've seen is black people saying that. They're saying, oh, well, you don't know the context. I don't care about the context. It's a word that you shouldn't use. 
if I was sitting there using the C word on, you know, about white people, when I'm referring to white people, I shouldn't be surprised at the fact that they get offended. Now, granted, I don't know how long ago these episodes were. Now, judging by, you know, the quality of some of the videos that I saw, they're from a while ago, but it, to me, it doesn't really matter. Now, there are some black people that'll say, oh, well, black people shouldn't, you know, use the, the GA, you know what I'm saying? And to me, it's just like, look, the reason why you have certain white people that feel a certain type of way about it is because it's the one thing in the dictionary that they can't use publicly, at least. So they can only use it in the privacy of, you know, of their own home or with like minded individuals. They can't really say it, you know, around, you know, black people. And I feel like the black people that Joe Rogan has said it around, which I haven't seen him say it in the presence of a black person. That black person is looking at it like, oh, he's not racist. Oh, I get what he's saying. But to me, it's like, nah, man, if if somebody were to say that around me, that just tells me the type of person that you are and how you yourself view me is racist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And let me let me, let me mention something. Um, you know, the former Democratic uh, presidential candidate, Andrew Yang, came out and was defending uh, Joe Rogan because he was on his podcast February 2019. And um he was talking about how this was his excuse of why he didn't think Joe Rogan was racist. He said because uh, Joe Rogan works in and and supports black people all the time that he's not racist for using the word. Support black people how? Exactly, and, and, and that's the thing that that's that's justifying the fact that you know he's using this word without a care in the world. L- let's yep. be real here. This is not 1960. This ain't 1980. It's 2021, 2022. We know the fact that if you're not a black person, you're not supposed to say the N word. There's no if, ands, what's, or buts about it. And this is what I mean about um, holding people accountable. You know, I was talking to um, a guy the other day um, about this, when it's like he was talking about how a lot of people in LA feel comfortable, especially white people and, and, and different. Uh, you know, ethnicities and backgrounds love saying the N word to to black people without a can in the world. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, my black friend lets me say it. It's like, well, mm-hmm. even if they do let you say that don't give you the right to just be going to every black person you see and calling them the N word. Right. You know? it, because it, you know exactly what it means. Like this, this is the thing. When you're using the GR, you know it's history and you know exactly what it means. So it's like when you go repeating that you have to understand the risks that come with that. I feel like he got away with it for so long because there's a difference between this era today and, you know, 10 years ago or 10 years ago, you can go on YouTube, you can have a podcast and you can say a whole bunch of wild shit. You can use, you know, the F word that refers to gay people, you know what I'm saying? And nobody would probably say anything, but you can't say that now. And we both know, and we both know that, you know, as you become a public figure, the bigger you are, the more that you sacrifice the voice that you have or your true opinion. So you can speak publicly, but nine times out of 10, your real thoughts and opinions has to go through several different different filters before it actually gets out to the public, if you get what I'm saying. This is why you don't see a lot of, you, you don't see Jay-Z, Beyonce, Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, and different, you know, those, those top tier celebrities really speaking out about sensitive subjects. Right. And, and but you know what though? I will praise people like uh rock star Neil Young and a lot of uh uh black artists now coming out and pulling their music from Spotify because you know this is their way of taking a stand. And you know, Neil Young has been outspoken ever since 
even uh, before the racism uh, controversy started, it was, you know, the false information about COVID and stuff like that. He's come out and he's expressed the fact that he feels like the, the CEO and the head of the table of Spotify aren't doing anything, you know, to rectify the situation. They letting them go on because, you know, they paid him $100 million to have his podcast. Now, wow, I definitely support the fact that artists are actually doing something about this, you know, because time and time again, like I always say, if you want something to change or you want to take a stand, you can't just tweet and you can't just, you know, you know, text people and then, you know, let the conversation die. You have to do something drastic. So I definitely see and I definitely support a lot of these uh, artists who have their music on these platforms, pulling it and making a stand like, you know what, until you fix the situation, we're not going to, we're not going to have our music on your platform. Uh, Do you think um, more artists uh, should be doing that? Or do you think there's other things people can do to help, you know, make Spotify accountable for allowing this kind of behavior to continue? Um, I heard a quote today and it's pretty much that you're not racist until you get caught. It's like, you won't really know how somebody really feels until they get, you know, saying like they get outed, you know what I'm saying? If someone sheds light on like their true feelings or if they just get caught saying something that they, that they shouldn't have been saying. I've been saying for years that, you know, people, you know, like white kids in social studies class, you know, growing up in elementary school, middle school and high school, when you, when we had the, the, the units on slavery and those times, I always figured, you know, there has that there had to have been at least one or two white kids in there that were like, yo, man, that was pretty cool. I wish we can go back to that. You know what I'm saying? Now, times are very similar. It rhymes, even though it might not be. Well, in some cases, it is just as extreme. It's just a lot more covert. These artists that you're talking about, like, let's say like Neil Young, right? I get it. Like, if you're a regular person, all you can really do is talk about it and continue the conversation. If you're somebody that you have a voice that, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of people listen to, and you have the means to actually impact and influence change, then I say do it. At the same time, I feel like Neil Young should have been doing stuff, you know, on, on like along these lines, if you get what I'm saying. I feel like people shouldn't really only just be ta- attacking, you know, Spotify when I'm pretty sure there are other platforms out there that are doing and saying harmful shit, but you don't ever say anything about them. But when it comes to Joe Rogan, it's like, now you want to come out and, and say stuff. I personally just question the intention behind it because you know how a lot of times it's easy to join the angry mob because oh, yeah. right now Joe Rogan got an angry mob, you know, after him. And it's like, it's easy to just come out and say, Oh, everybody, you know, Spotify employees should quit their jobs and all sorts of types of stuff. But what statement are you really making? Like, why are you saying that? That's just a question that I would have for Neil Young and any artist, So what makes you say that? And if it's because you feel that the use of the N word is wrong or if, because you also have to understand too, that like you said earlier, it also stems from misinformation. So they were already trying to, you know, um, go after Joe Rogan anyway. So is this because he is a racist or is it because he was saying stuff about COVID that you just didn't agree with? So to me, I almost kind of take these, you know, so-called artists and certain public figures coming out and saying, you know, things about him or condemning him with a grain of salt. Right. But you know what? This is the point I was making. And we've talked about this, you know, on the heels of George Floyd and social and uh, political unrest um, during the pandemic, too. I think, like I said, it's not 
I, I support Neil Young and a lot of these other people, you know, officially now coming out, especially after the reports of him being racist and saying stuff like, um, I know one of the things that you sent me, one of the articles, uh, Joe Rogan said on his podcast, uh, was talking about seeing the planet of the apes in a good neighborhood. And this is a quote he said in his podcast, right? We walked into planet of the apes. We walked into Africa, dude. We walked in the door and there was no white people, you know, racist yeah when you say stuff like that podcast (laughs) i I mean do you think uh, let let me ask you a a true question do you think he's actually racist or do you think he just rambles and he talks without um you know without actually putting thought into what he says joe rogan is racist um again when you use like all right like you know me right if how do you how would you assume how would you assume I feel about white people if in my basic like in my firsthand vocabulary like a lot of the words that I used I were to use the word cracker to refer to white people and you, you would just hear it in abundance like I'm just casually saying like oh yeah you know that crack over there like how would you think I feel about white people if I if I if I wasn't saying white boy or white guy or Caucasian man, but I was saying cracker. How, like, what would you think? What was, what, what's the first word that would come to mind? Racist. Exactly. So if you have a guy that's sitting there and, and saying, you know, nigger, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Over and over and over and over again. And then the context in which he's using it is just mad nonchalant. Like it's just coming out. Like he's just saying, you know, dude, or something like that. He's just saying it. And the way he's saying it is just mad weird. And then it's driven home by the Planet of the Apes quote that you just mentioned. So it's like, now I really don't have to question whether or not this man is a racist because read it again, read his, read his quote again. Uh, here's this quote. And then I got another one for, for people um, as well. So this is what he said about uh, hoping to see Planet of the Apes in a good neighborhood, all right? We walked into the Planet of the Apes. We walked into Africa, dude. We walked in the door and there was no white people. So basically, so because I actually kind of want to, I kind of want to break down that that quote, and I'm like pulling it up myself because I want to just. So he said, he said, hold up, man. He said, on hoping to see Planet of the Apes in a good neighborhood. Like, first of all, what is that supposed to mean? We walked in to Planet of the Apes. We walked into Africa, dude. So what is he? What? Where is he at? It, does he mean he's literally seeing the movie Planet of the Apes, or is he talking about being in a in a black neighborhood? Exactly, and 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 that's the exactly. We walked in. We walked in the door, and there was no white people. That's like when Conor McGregor said, um, when he in the in the buildup of him uh, fighting Floyd back in 2017, he said that when he went to uh, a boxing gym full of white people. He compared that to the scene in um in uh what you call it uh Rocky Three where Rocky went to go train at the black gym and then he said it was just a gym full of flying monkeys. How do you think these people feel? Like just because they don't actually say it in public, that don't mean they don't be saying it behind closed doors. Again, you won't know somebody is racist until they get caught. Either they say something to you or they say like they say something by accident, slip in the tongue or something like that. Or they just be saying shit on their own platform and then people got to go and backtrack and dig up what they've been saying. Right. And, because and- again, I will say the only reason why a Kanye or people that Joe Rogan has had on his podcast, I feel like the only reason why they probably won't think that he's racist 
is because from a movie with Jeff Goldblum and Lawrence Fishburne that I like called Deep Cover. Once you become rich, in some cases, there's no black or white anymore. You're there's there's just rich people and poor people. There's the haves and the haves not. So so Joe Rogan probably don't even look at Kanye West as as black. He just look at him as another rich guy. So so they put themselves in a separate category, you know, than than other people. Right. And, and you know, and this goes back to the old saying, uh, you know, Andrew Yang, uh, after he retracted his statement because he was getting roasted on Twitter and other platforms so much. One of his big things was he didn't think Joe Rogan was racist because he has black friends. He works with black people. So, I think that's the ultimate old cliche term of, oh, I'm not friends. racist. I have black friends. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? I would have voted for Obama a third freaking time. I mean, I saw Get Out. I saw yeah. Get Out. You, you know, like, like I said, it's it's one of those things. It's, it's tricky because I don't know if Joe Rogan is inherently racist or he just uses, you know, just Man, carefree language or whatever. He is racist. He told you he's racist. He said it already. He said it already. He just didn't think people would care. Because I bet you, if we if we really looked up, like, the statistics as far as the demographics of people that actually, you know, um, subscribe to the Joe Rogan podcast, the lesser percentage of that, you know, that demographic is Black. The majority of the people that listen to the Joe Rogan podcast are white people are non-blacks. I'm okay. I'm not saying that there aren't black people that listen to Joe, Joe Rogan podcast. I'm not saying that, but I bet you that's probably like 15 to 20% tops, 15 to 20% tops out of, I don't know, X amount of millions of people. Right. Well, he told you already. So any black person, if you're still listening to the Joe Rogan podcast after that, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Huh, let, let, me, let me hit you with another quote, uh, especially one that you sent me, right? Let me, there's another quote from the Joe Rogan uh, experience, right? So Joe Rogan had a guest who talked about how he had a black dad and a white mom, right? And so this was Joe Rogan's uh, response to him, right? Powerful combination genetic-wise, right? You get the body of the black man, and then you get the mind of the white man altogether, some strange combination. Black people have a different brain. You know, when you say, you know, when you say stuff like that, you know, some people might say, oh, you know, he was probably praising black people. You know, he was probably, you know, trying to uplift him and support him. But when you say stuff like this, it, it really goes back to the whole fetishizing and undermining mm -hmm. the black man. Because mm -hmm. what does the body of a black man mean? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And yep. I'm pretty sure he ain't talking about the skin color. I'm I talking about athletics. Uh, you know, all black people can do is play, you know, sports and all. That's what he's that's what he's talking about, man. That, he sound he sound like one of the one of the white people that attended the, the get out party where they were auctioning off, you know, the 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 black people that they captured to perform the drain, the, the brain transplants and stuff, exploiting black people for their physical attributes. This is a fact. So let's let's just get that set in stone right now. Joe Rogan is racist, period. Oh. And let me let me put this out for people who's listening because I know there's gonna be a lot of Joe Rogan supporters that that might listen to it. I'm not this this, this episode this discussion this controversy isn't about for some people it could just be pulling a plug on the whole podcast itself you know silencing Joe Rogan which unfortunately could never happen because that's not gonna yeah that's not yeah, gonna happen. Let's be realistic here, right? But I think. Um, you know, like Neil Young said, um, he ever since he po uh, pulled his music, 
one of the biggest things he's been talking about is he's been encouraging Spotify employees and people that work for Spotify who feel strongly against them supporting uh, Joe Rogan, not doing anything about it. Um, and he continued to criticize the CEO of the company, right? And he talks about how uh, Daniel Eck, who's one of the CEOs of Spotify, um, you know what? He's not going to do anything about Joe Rogan. Why? Because at the end of the day, you know, the it's only business. goal that they have is is business. It's about it's the business. numbers. Not our- I'm not. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at this at the CEO only because it just puts him in a in an awkward position because, like you said, it's business. It's not. It's not personal with these guys. He's looking at it like I just threw, you know, a hundred million dollars at this guy. You know, what I'm saying to fulfill his contractual obligations to my platform now because you know this came out now this puts me at you know uh uh you know what i'm saying a situational disadvantage i understand that should he get rid of joe rogan I, whatever you know what I'm saying my thing is people just need to understand that this man is racist there's no denying it none of that if this has more so to do with covid quote-unquote misinformation then that's a whole nother subject but let's no longer debate his his racial views or his viewpoints and attitudes and opinions towards black people because that has henceforth been debunked from his own words it came straight from the horse's mouth we're not making this up you can't make this stuff up <laughs> right you know i i think um that at the end of it you know i don't think silencing joe rogan is the answer i don't think pulling his podcast uh is the answer why because you know through it all you know, Francis, for me, you know, I'm a big UFC guy. You know, Francis Agano, who a lot of people don't understand, you know, he was able to get his story out like nobody else have. You know what I'm saying? Hearing about, you know, this black man from from uh for Cameroon who had to climb through uh deserts and hills and mountains to just get to another part of Europe and you know, to work in coal mines and work these odd, hard jobs just to, you know, achieve his goal. Like his story was amazing and don't get me wrong i think joe rogan does great but i think the ultimate thing is we have to hold people accountable and make them learn from their mistakes why because could joe rogan be racist absolutely but i think he is that racist. Just oh say it. just say it he's racist joe rogan is racist say it i'll i'll be. say it with you joe rogan is racist Go but ahead. no no but let me, it's let not me conjecture. Say. This is fact. This is fact. Because I, again, when I said in the beginning, if 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 they were to go back and to to my podcast on YouTube, and then they were going to see every single episode or every other episode, I'm using derogatory terms to you know referring to white people. What are people going to say about me? There's going to be no debating that, especially because I'm black. So I wouldn't get off, you know, scot free. If that was me. And in spot, they would have they would have canceled me already. Can't canceled, canceled. See, see, they're still trying to figure out what they want to do with Joe Rogan. So they're just removing episodes, but he's still up there. If it was a black person that was saying, like, what happened to Whoopi Goldberg? All she said was that the Holocaust, in her opinion, is was not a discussion about race. They suspended her from the view indefinitely for one week or two weeks, however long that is. There's there's no debating that. They didn't say, oh, we're just gonna remove the episode. No, they suspended her. Period. Like uh, we just let's, but let's just get that straight, okay? Because we're two black guys on here talking about it. You might love, you might like UFC, most of the types of stuff, but this man is racist. Period. Uh, I could be around. The thing is, I could be around a whole bunch of you know 
you know, Middle Eastern people, Chinese people or Asian people. And then I could have, you know, like negative feelings towards them, but they won't know unless I come out and, and say it. People who people, I, I feel like, I feel like anybody who, you know, doesn't see things that way is because they are fans of him, his podcast or things that he did for people that you admire. So you just mentioned Francis Ngannou and other guys that are from the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so ultimately the final judgment that you make is really clouded on, I don't want to say rapport, but some sort of familiarity associated with Joe Rogan, because, and obviously, you know, to you, and other people, because I've heard another guy say, oh, you know, I like his podcast. It's one of my go-to podcasts, so I don't think he's racist. Why are you saying that? Because you're a fan. <laughs> you're a fan. I, it's, it's easier for me to just accept the truth because I'm not a fan of this guy. Like, again, I only know him for the Kanye West episode that I watched two minutes of. Right. But we have to accept the controversy of it all. And the controversy is rooted in fact. And we're not saying, we're not talking about we somebody you know he says she said we heard it from this guy's mouth <laughs> we heard it from this guy's mouth we have to accept the fact that there are people particularly public figures that we know that feel a, you know some type of way about black people they have hatred towards black people they feel that they're still superior towards black people this man said black people have a different brain what the does that mean what does that mean i agree we I agree. don't have these issues with these people you know what i'm saying and racial issues amongst this world because we all think that because we're all humans and we're all the same? No, it's because they clearly view us different. This man said black people have a different brain. What is that? What does that tell? Oh, we're only good to have the body, but not the mind of a black person. Oh, so it's got to be the black body and the white mind. You see what I'm saying? Right. No, rhetoric, I, man. Race, racist rhetoric. Unsub from the racist Rogan podcast. I'm telling you. I, the, the only reason why I said I don't... I, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't. The only reason why I said I don't know for sure is one, because I don't know him personally. You know what I'm saying? And two, it's like this, you know, um, fences, you know, when I was growing up in the projects, right, there used to be white kids who used to say the N word all the time with their friends and they let them say it. You know what I'm saying? They, they encouraged it. So, you know, if they if they leave that area. Right. And then they go to a different area and they start saying the N word again. You know, people going to be looking like, yo, bro, you mad racist. But then again. You know, there was black people at one point that let him say it and he got used to saying it. So because those black people, those black people are too stupid to realize that that person was racist. If you're if you're a white person, and you're my friend. And I, I do have, you know, maybe like one to three, you know, white acquaintances or people that I'm acquainted with. If they have any sort of respect for me, they're not going to use that word because they went to school. You learn, you know, saying um, about the, you know. 20s 30s 40s you know 50s 60s you we all know about that era so and we know the history of where that word comes from we're talking about i don't even care as far as i'm concerned a non-black person you know saying using that word even if it's ga is still to me is still gr coming from you it's not the same oh it's I, not the same oh i, I absolutely agree and I, I don't disagree with that and that's why i'm saying it silencing him isn't a thing it's educating him and let him know you know, he bro, went to but, school. He went to school. He studied the same things that we that we studied. Granted, obviously, we had the same type of education. So he's educated already and still decided to use that word anyway. So what does that tell you about him? No, no, it's, I, not, I'm a matter, just saying, it's not a matter of education because he has access to the same to, to the same information that we have access, especially in this era on the Internet. 
All you have to do is, is saying the N-word bad. I bet she's going to tell you, yeah, why? Because it's, it's derogatory, particularly when it comes out of the mouth of non-Black people. We are the ones that turn that word into something, you know, different. And because these people, they hear it in, in, in you know, popular songs and certain movies and all of that, they're like, dang, you know, I want to say it too. And then they get mad because they can't. If you've ever seen a TV show called The Good Fight, and I post it on my Instagram story all the time. This guy says um, in the show, he says, uh, you know, uh, rappers saying N-word this and N-word that, but, but a Caucasian can't. And then Delroy Lindo's character says, so say it. And he's like, oh, I, I'm not saying I want to say. He says, say the word you want to say. <laughs> say the word you want to say. Samuel Jackson went through the same thing when he was promoting Django Unchained. The interviewers are like, oh, uh, the N-word, you, you know, and then and then Sam Jackson was like, nice, you know, saying what, what N-word are you referring to? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Right. I, all, all, all I'm saying is, I'm, I'm not saying that he, he's not educated. What I'm saying is, you get to a point, like the difference. He is educated. Between, that was my point. He is educated. I, oh, oh I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Decided, if you know better and you still do BS, then that is, uh, that is a choice at that point. If he didn't know any better, he was like, oh, I, 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 I didn't know. Like, I, I just, I, I didn't know. That's one thing. But you, the way he's using it, like, I don't think I've ever said that word that many times in my entire life. He's used that word more than me. Right. Oh, I, like I said, I, I don't disagree with you. And what I meant by uh, educating him wasn't more so like actually educating him, but it's the fact that it's the difference between him and a guy from uh, a, a guy nobody knows from Texas, right? When you become comfortable, when you become rich, when you become famous, and people let you get away with stuff like this. Because let's be real. He ain't the only one saying this, especially a white guy in, in, in the right. entertainment. He's not the only one saying it, but he does say it publicly, right? Exactly. The, the thing is, for me, this is why I'm saying hold accountability. Because how many guests has he said the N-word to throughout the entirety of his podcast? And well, nobody how many of those has guys said are anything? Is, is, my, is my thing. Because from what I saw, these he said these things in front of other white people. He didn't say it in front of another black guy, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the most entertaining podcast of all time. And thank you to all my fans, supporters, and listeners around the world. Whether you're from a small town in Utah, to Los Angeles, to Sweden, to Finland, to Russia. Thank you. Because with your support, we have become one of the most top-rated podcasts on Spotify in 2021. So thank you all for all your con contribution and listening to this podcast. And I also got to mention one thing, just, just one thing. If you want to donate or contribute to this podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash the Prince of Fresh Air, which is in the links, and it's my main platform. And you can go to listener support. And you could donate anywhere from 50 cents to 10 grand. I, I'm, not, I'm not judging. But thank you guys for an amazing year, two years into this. And it's all because of you. So thank you. And let's get right back to the action, shall we? Right. No, but I'm just saying, like he said it, like I said, well over 50 times. And I mean, you can see it in videos and his actual podcast episodes, audio only. Mm -hmm. Nobody has said anything up until this point. And I'm glad people are saying it now. But when you let somebody get so used to saying that word, you know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I, I talk to people all the time. And I remember when we was on a Jubilee video um, that I recently did, we was talking about the N-word. And when you think about the LGBTQ, right? You can't say, um, you know, excuse the language. You can't say faggot anymore, right? Because if you do, you're going to get called out. You're going to get 
uh, slant and you're going to get banned. No, they mm-hmm. take control of that word. And that's what I mean. We have to take control of the N-word. We can't just be... We have control of the N-word. The only issue is that when other people want so bad to, to use the word and guys like him, you know, will will take matters into their own hands because in the TV show, that that um the, the white guy doesn't say it. You know what I'm saying? But let's say if we put Joe Rogan in it, he would have just said it, you know, a hundred million times. So he got the reverse, you know, of the moral of that of that particular that particular scene. Oh, I bet, yeah, you, but- I bet you his parents are using that word. I bet you Joe Rogan's parents are using that. Yeah, right. I bet you they're saying it all the time. Right, but th- that's what I mean. Is this this should have been addressed the first time he even said it? Because a lot of these episodes, I mean, he's been having millions of, uh, of followers for years now. It's not the, a recent thing he became popular. So this should have been addressed from the giggles. When I mean, like, it shouldn't have taken over this amount of times of him saying it for people to actually say something. And even then, let, uh, this is what I mean. Take control. Because most of the people that speak out about it, and thank you for doing that, I appreciate it, are white people, right? I think there's only been one uh, uh, black woman uh, rapper who came out and pulled her music too recently. Um, but she, I haven't seen a peep. All, all these black guests he signed on a show, all the black people that listen to his podcast or, you know, thinking about being a guest on his podcast, haven't said anything. That's I think why, the, But I told you why. It's because they like him. They like him. If you if you've been friends with somebody for a long time, or if this person is your favorite podcast, of course you're gonna try to find excuses for whatever it is that they did wrong or or for their behavior. You're gonna you're gonna try to make an excuse. You're gonna be you know some sort of an apologist and an enabler at the same time. That's that's precisely why. If there's a black person which I've seen already that says he's not racist, why is because they like him. They think he's a nice guy. Well, and that's what I mean. This should have been cut off at the end and. That's why I say got to hold them accountable, but we also have to take back the word because just because you're a fan of somebody, again, this is why I was talking about, you know, you know, white kids or other, you know, people of different races getting comfortable saying the N-word around other black people because they let them say it. Again, he's another one. People allowed him to say it for many years and he's gotten away with it. People hasn't complained to say anything. And this is why it's like, don't give me, like I said, I, I thank God that people, especially minority celebrities, are coming out and actually speaking out about it. But we need more minorities to talk about it because if only white people are the only ones complaining about it, it's not going to really change anything. Why? Because the, the CEO, Joe Rogan, you know, other people who might do podcasts say the N-word or say the N-word out in public, they're going to be like, oh, well, black people don't complain about it. So why I got to stop saying it? You know what I'm saying? And and that's what I mean. We have to take control of the word. You know what I'm saying? Because well, here's you know what I mean? I, I, I see. I, in a perfect world, it would work like that. OK, people, they've been using this word for hundreds of years, you know, referring to us. The thing is, it's it's a slur that was created by them. So it's like we can't really take control of a white created slur in a white country. OK, like that's just not that's, that's just that's not going to happen. The only the only reason why it, it we have some sort of perceived control of it is because, you know, in this integration era. OK, it's it's not OK to say it like now it's like it was their thing before, obviously, segregation, all those other types of stuff. But now it's not okay because we're all, you know, mixed in together. So we can't, we, there, there is really no taking control of it. The only thing is, like I said, they know, because you, you know what? They don't want to, they know if they say it out in public, then they're going to be 
the cat's out of the bag. That's the only reason why you don't, they, they don't really want to say it in public without permission because they, they don't want to be seen as what they truly are, which is racist. If you are not racist, you don't want to use that word. It's like, why would I want to use that word? So there it really is no having to take control of the word in the presence of people who are apparently not racist. Because if you're not racist, you're not going to want to use that word. Why would I want to call you something that I know is going to, that could possibly hurt your feelings and like offset your vibration? You know what I'm saying? That's like, why would I, why would I want to do that? So any other way, there is, there's no excuse. There is no excuse. I, I agree. I, I agree. Facts. And, oh, hundred percent. And like I said, I, I, everything I'm saying is not because I'm disagreeing with you. It's just a, a com, uh, it's a, it's a, a compiled thing that's been happening, right? It's like, for me, we, like, all I'm saying is more minority celebrities have to speak out about stuff like this, right? They don't care because they, they, they really, and unless, and mind you, we're living in a time now where people don't want to talk about the sensitive things anymore, possibly because they can't, because they know that the luxuries and things that they have been afforded throughout their career can be taken away from them at any given time. You see what I'm saying? Um, damn, I lost my train of thought, but they can't, they can't. So there's, there is no expecting, you know, the Migos and, and these, because they don't care. Like these are people that when, when their own people get shot and killed, they don't speak up about it. And then if they do, it's just for a social media pat on the back. Things right. are not, the only way if what you're saying could actually come to pass is if we were all on one accord in terms of opinion and we're not on anything. <laughs> Black people don't stand socially, economically, politically, culturally on one united front at all. We are the most, you know, bottom of the barrel people on this earth because we are so divided. And another thing, because this happened maybe like a week ago and this goes to show that Joe Rogan is definitely racist because he was like, black people shouldn't call themselves black unless they're like the darkest of the dark in skin color. What? And that, he said that. Yo, he said that. He said that like last week, bro. Last oh week. And then my thing is, it's like, who? Because I, I consider myself to be black. Black. I am of Haitian, you know, culture. You know what I'm saying? And my people from that country, you know, subscribe, subscribe linguistically to the language of Creole but I identify myself as black African. You see what I'm saying? I'm black, I'm African, either or, you know what I'm saying? In fact, Africa, I question if, you know, the person that named the continent of Africa, Africa was even black. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Tens of thousands of years ago, they were not referring to those lands as Africa. A white person called that Africa. But I know we were referring to ourselves as black before. Who was he to speak on? to speak on black people and black issues. That's not his, that's not his conversation to have, but yet he felt so comfortable to have it. So he deserves every little bit of backlash that he's getting right now, because that pissed me off. I was like, who is he? I'm not telling you guys how to refer to yourselves. So who are you to come out and say that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, he was like, if you're not the blackest of the black, then you shouldn't call yourselves black. So, so what am I going to call myself then? What am I going to call myself then? Because there are, there are Middle Eastern people that have super dark skin too, but they don't call themselves black. Right. So he deserves it. He deserves it. That man is racist. He is racist. If you knew him personally, you probably wouldn't even like him. 
Because I bet you he probably says wild shit that even you, at some point, you'd be like, all right, you know, I can't even be around this guy. He strikes me as that type of guy. None of this surprises me at all. This is not a post-racial society. I've, I've been saying this for like two weeks now, and people need to really get this through their heads. Just because you are integrated into a society that you were not wanted in, just because you are integrated into society that you are not wanted in, does not mean that, that their opinions of you has changed. Frankly, I feel embarrassed for white people who are not racist. I, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed on their behalf. I feel like I pity them because it's like, damn, like, yo, like this guy really, because it, I'm not even going to lie. It makes my antennas go. I'm like, yo, I wonder how many of the rest of them feel like that. I just don't know. Because unless you go to sleep with somebody every night or you with them 24 seven, you don't know how they really feel. Unless you can read somebody's mind, you don't know how they feel. I really feel bad, but this guy is racist. Right. And, All the and, listeners, everybody listening, I don't care if it's Joe Rogan podcast is your favorite podcast. Just take it in. He's racist. Joe Rogan is definitely having an experience right now. And it, racist. It, racist. It, it, but, but you know what, man? And this Cats is what out I mean. of the bag. Oh, absolutely. And this is what I mean. The fact that, you know, it can't just be. Only three black people talking about a black issue because at the end of the day, the, this racial thing is a black issue, right? And this what I'm like you said, and this is I think the biggest part is the fact that, like you said, black people we're not together, we're not united anymore. A lot of them don't care about social issues. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This is why, and this is why people like Joe Rogan, when they start saying stuff like this, they get comfortable and they start getting more crazy with their theories and the conversations. Yeah. Why? Because if you let them just keep rambling on and you don't check them at all, it, it it's like, at the end of the day, I get it, people, I, I, like I said, thank you everybody who, who's been out on the front line, especially celebrities who's risking their own money, um, who aren't even black to, to speak up about this. But again, this is not up to white people to talk about. This is a black issue. Why is it only white people talking about it right now? Only two black people I know: Dwayne and Rock Johnson. And I, I'm, I have to. At the, what did at the Rock point, say? Um, so he had came out this before the racial thing came out, and so he was talking about how, yeah, you know how sometimes you know you get comfortable on your podcast, you start saying some things, and but he didn't think Joe Rogan was a bad guy. I think, uh, he he was just like. You know, give him a chance. Let him improve. You know what I'm saying? And then, what? <laughs> Yo, we're talking about a man who's probably in his 50s. What? No. What's to what's to improve? Like, yo, you know why? Because like I said, they are friends. I'm telling you. These people who are friends with Joe Rogan cannot make, or, or who have subscribed to his podcast, watched it on numerous occasions from start to finish, cannot give you an accurate, honest assessment of this situation because they like the guy. If somebody's my best friend and they commit a crime, don't ask me my opinion because I'm going to be like, yo, I mean, that's that, that, that's still my bro. I mean, depending on what he did. But I'm not the guy that, to interview talking about that because, of course, I'm not going to disparage him. These people, don't ask them. Like, ask somebody else. Ask uh, 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 Cornell West or something. Ask somebody like that. But don't ask, don't ask The Rock, who the same person that's cutting The Rock checks is the same person that's cutting uh, Joe Rogan's checks. Oh, no, no, but no, I, the, the point I was making, this before the whole racial thing started, but when it first, when it started coming out about, you know, um, let me get her name right, Andy Airy, she's the, she's the, um, the artist that, that started pulling her music, and she's the one that resurfaced a lot of the, 
a clips of him saying the N-word. Now, when this started coming out, people was like, yo, Dwayne, you support this guy? You, you selling out as a community? They didn't say selling out, but, you know, that was what they was hitting at. Then he backtracked. I was like, I wasn't aware of what was happening. You know, I don't support this. And and thank you for, for letting me know so I can improve my, you know, my, my education and myself. So I think when people started, certain people, when they started hearing about all this stuff coming out, they started speaking up about it. But again, it's only been Dwayne and Rock Johnson who really didn't really say much. But India Airy is the only minority uh, artist, celebrity I've heard of who's a minority who said anything, pulled music, demanded change, anything. And this is what I mean. I get, you know, I like I said, it's great that we have other ethnicities, especially white people talking about it. But if you sit back and you say, okay, you know, I'm saying all this stuff about black people. There's only white people complaining. This is my people. Leftist, like, Democrat, Democrat, left, white people are talking about it. And they're not talking about it for the same reason that I'm talking about. These people are talking about it because they didn't, they, they already had a problem with them having such a big platform and talking about what they believe to be COVID misinformation. So they just want to get rid of him. So if this is a way that they can get him canceled, they're going to get him canceled. But I don't believe that any of these people that are talking about it are talking about it for the same reasons that I am talking about it. And the only way I, there's only one way to talk about this from the aspect of a black person. Okay. Anybody else, you're not talking about it for the same reason. Yeah. They might not agree, but I've already been seeing people complaining about him anyway, for saying that ivermectin is a proper, you know, uh, uh, a means of, of COVID prevention or, or curing or whatever treatment for COVID. So they are talking about it for two different reasons. So to me, them talking about it is not even worth no. It's a black, like you said, it's a black discussion. These people talking about it, they're not talking about it for the same reason that I'm talking about. All right. And, and that's exactly my point. The fact that we don't have any black people talking about it. And this is why I'm saying like, when, when Joe Rogan keeps using his rhetoric and other, you know, people who aren't black keep using his rhetoric, they look at, they sit back and it's like, yo, I, they're not saying nothing about it. Why, why, why should I stop? Why should I care? And that's what I mean. Like we have to reclaim and we have to talk about it. And I get it. You get to a certain point in your career. You don't want to, you know, pull strings and stuff, but I really don't think that you speaking out against him using the N word on a podcast is going to stop your music streams or your acting career. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. Two words. Ready? Care and cahoots. One, it's either two things. They don't care or they're in cahoots, meaning they could, like I said, you know, be friends with him, the same bosses, you know, social circles, whatever, because we're on the outside looking in. So we don't really know how the entertainment industry really works on like a social level until you actually get into it. But I can only surmise that it's only those two things. And generally, when you're making six figures every day for sneezing, when you're making millions of dollars for club appearances and movies and tours, all those other types of stuff, it's hard for you to really care about what's going on outside your bubble if it don't affect you. And this is how Black people feel on a grand scale. If it doesn't affect their day-to-day at like in any way, shape, or form, as far as they're concerned, they don't care. They don't care to think about it. They don't care to talk about it. They don't even care to know about it. Like, literally, Tommy Lee Jones says in Men in Black, he says the only way that people could go on with their happy lives is if they do not know about it. That's a fact. These people, yep. they don't care. They don't care or they're in cahoots. Kanye West is not... Kanye West is the same guy that was like, 
oh, Bush don't care about black people. You think he's going to speak up and talk about Joe Rogan? You know why? Because that's his boy. That's his boy. When Kanye was probably going through it, Joe Rogan was like, oh, come over to the mansion, man. Come over to the mansion. And then after that, he's like, oh, this nigga's coming over. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's just, it's just what it is. So honestly, this is really as much a critique on black people as much as it is on Joe Rogan. Right. But at the end of the day, we can stop saying it, as I've seen a lot of people say. But at the end of the day, like I said earlier, and I'll say it again, because this is facts. There is no taking control of a white derogatory term against black people in a white country that has shown for the last decade, really hundreds of years, but I'm going to stay relevant, the last 10 years that they don't want us here. Clearly, they don't. They don't. People are, people are so mad about this, right? But then yet, I still don't see people caping for black legislation on our behalf. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, let me, let me not get a headache right now, yo, because, yo, I'm getting pissed off. I'm really getting pissed off. Because no, no. I get it. Like, this, this is a problem. But I already knew a lot of these people felt like that behind closed doors. Anyway, he's just the one that got caught. If we're going to be caping for something every day, we need to be caping for that. But guess what? We can't because the people that black people voted into office right now is the same guy that told you you're not black if you don't vote for him. The same guy that said the word, the N-word over and over and over again was the same guy that says you are not black if you are not the darkest shade of black. If I cannot, if I, if I cannot, if you don't look the part, if you're not pitch black in skin, you can't call yourself black. What is that? Like this, this is a, a lot of these people with the power and influence and the resources and all of that. They feel this way. They feel this way. So we're we're trapped, like literally, we're trapped. Facts. Yeah, and, and, and that, that that's really the bottom line of what I was talking about is the fact that until us minorities, especially black people, actually start caring and actually start speaking out, nothing will change. And I think that look, I'm not talking about you know people like you and me, you know people who who don't have the wealth and the resources to actually you know demand something, right? But we can also make awareness and talk about stuff like this. Kanye West, let's be real here. Kanye West, Jay-Z, you know, all these people, they got money that will survive generations. They don't need to work another day in their life. They have the resources. They have the power. They have the influence. They have and the they status. Share none of that with their own people. I, I'd wager that, that they don't, again, it's, this is what they said in deep cover, and this is true. They look at themselves as rich Blacks. They, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to say that they don't view themselves as black, but they view themselves as upper class blacks. Classist system. I, I'm going to call Kanye because he says we're separated by class, all of this other type of stuff. They don't, they don't see themselves in me. They don't. They don't. Oh. These are, it, not, these, are, these are not allies unless you are friends with them and they view you in the same echelon. Because if that was the case and they view themselves in the average kid that a kid got shot in Minneapolis either earlier last week, last week, the police bum rushed into his house on a search warrant that his name wasn't even on. And then they shot him because he was in possession of a gun that he legally owned. Is anybody talking about that? Not really. These things are happening all the time. We're doomed. We're doomed. Because I said this in a podcast almost two years ago in June. I said that we will never have a Wakanda. Well, as a matter of fact, we do have a Wakanda, literally. 
it's all it's a, it's the collective of the wealthiest black people that you could think of that exists on this earth right now and that are alive. I said if you take five of the of the richest black people on this earth and then you brought them together, they could literally turn things around. They could collectively could turn things around like on a lot of different levels. Will they know? You know why? Because they do not see themselves when they look at us. If we, me and you walk down the street, they wouldn't even look at us. They would think, as far as we're concerned, they would probably see, you know, a, a Middle Eastern or, or a white guy when they look at us. But, you know, that's 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 a conversation for another day. Oh, absolutely, man. And, you know, we, we don't have to get too deep into this, but the, the whole Joe Rogan experience, right? It's not just about the, the racial slurs. It's a much deeper conversation we have to have, especially in the world of entertainment, because we see it so often in entertainment. And like I said, it's one of those things. Let's be real here. Let's be real here. Hollywood, the entertainment industry is racist. This The history has shown it and they continue to show it. Yes, it's a, they're trying to improve as the older people, you know, get out and the new generation start coming in. Yes, but we have a long way to go. This is just a, a fraction, a piece of the puzzle and such a, a large, you know, uh, complex thing. But at the end of the day, like I, like I say, and we're going to expect change. It, it's like the whole George Floyd thing. You know what I'm saying? It, it's cool to see, you know, black people out there, you know, no justice, no peace. Right. But when the cameras stop rolling, what happens? They go back to their merry way. They don't care. You know, oh, the police never stopped me. I'm good. Let's be real here. I'm a black and Cuban man, but at the end of the day, I'm dark skinned. A cop is going to see me as a black man, regardless of if I, I feel like I, I'm with the white people or not. I'm going to get stopped like a black man. And we have to start stop acting like just because you have money, just because you're light skinned, just because people know your name, you know what I'm saying? That things magically change. No, because I guarantee you, when those when you're not in those meetings, I'm sure they like, look at the, they probably see you the same as other, other black person, maybe a monkey, maybe an ape, maybe the N word. They don't want, they won't tell you to your face because you got money now, but they still see you the same way. And I think a lot of people, especially black people, they don't want to sacrifice the hard work that they put in. And rightfully so. I'm not telling you to risk your money to risk your fame, but when you get to a certain point, when you're Kanye, when you're Jay-Z, when you got millions in the bank, you have status, you know, now you you've become you're not you don't identify yourself as black now you're you're a millionaire you're not a black millionaire you're just a millionaire you know i'm saying but what happened i mean i I guarantee right now if all of them lost their money today i'm sure everybody's going to treat them much differently because they don't have that money anymore so uh, i agree and and, and, at then like i said I said a thank you for all the white people who's coming out and supporting it. But I think if we as black people actually want change in this country, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about just Joe Rogan. I'm talking about all the racial tension and everything. We have to actually stand up and stop being divided because I have more money than you. So it don't want to affect me and I don't care. Well, when your son go through it, now you want to speak up, you know what I'm saying? It's or when your children go through it, now you want to speak up. Well, it's a little too late. You know, a lot of this stuff, we, we're not going to fix it overnight. We're not going to be out of racism in 2023. But if all these black celebrities actually speak out and join, you know, people like her who's pulling their music and demanding change, how can we expect anything different? Joe Rogan is not the first. and He definitely won't be the last. Why? Because they look at it as like, 
oh, they don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I, these are the homies. They don't care when I say it. So why should I stop? And this mm-hmm. is why they continue to do it. And this is why you still see it in entertainment industry. <clears throat> when you see a lot of these black shows, what happens? They're gangbangers, criminals, and selling drugs. It's never, it's, you know, it's nothing ever positive. And if it is, it's always a white person who saves the day, you know, but, you know, I digress. Right. Um, before we get out of it, if you want to touch on this a little bit, I know with the whole Joe Rogan experience, because it is an experience, uh, a lot of people have been talking about the COVID thing, and we won't get too much into it because we talked about it the whole time. But a lot of people has been, it, it's been an increase, especially with the new viruses and the new uh, variants coming out, because apparently there's a new variant coming out. Uh, uh, especially, I think it's been seen in Texas and LA so far, this new variant. Um, but a lot of people has been accusing him of having guests and him himself of spreading false information and stuff like that. We don't have to talk too much about it, but what do you think about that? What do I think about what? Uh, like people, uh, I think the main reason people want him, uh, off of Spotify or Spotify to cancel him is not because of the racial thing. I, sp- I think it's because of the COVID info, uh, misinformation, the fact that he's dangerous rhetoric and, you know, he's he's giving people, uh, doctors, whoever, you know, the platform that, to make the conspiracy theories. What do you think about that stuff? Um, I feel like a lot of that stuff is kind of I think I think it's peak past already. Um, and I'm glad to be able to say that. I mean, that's just my assessment from what I've kind of been seeing in the, uh, you know, the media at this point. Look. Who is right or wrong is neither here nor there. Um, from a health medical perspective, you are only really responsible for yourself. So I feel like, hey, people who choose to listen to Joe Rogan, that's their prerogative. They understand the risks. If you choose to, to go the other way, you understand the responsibility that comes with that. You understand the risks or the lack thereof, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people spend so much time being at each other's throats over things that, in my opinion, are, you know, inconsequential because at the end of the day, it's a matter of an opinion. One people might have heard, you know, some a piece of information from one source and to them it's fact. Somebody might have heard contradictory information from another source and they think that's fact. People need to stop debating because this has been going on for two years now and then people need to let it die down. It is what it is because otherwise it's always going to be people trying to scare each other, people fighting. It's just another divisive tool to keep people at each other's throats. Because when I used to hear things about that with Joe Rogan, I used to say, hey, I mean, that's just his opinion. Whatever. <laughs> what he does, all you could do is make sure you're making the best decisions for yourself. It doesn't matter what he's saying. If your family and your friends and you, you're, you yourself are healthy and you're okay, that's all that matters. Don't get on the internet attacking somebody else that's their prerogative who cares that's nothing to do with you if people if if, if he's saying something and if somebody else who's listening that's that's their issue we're all adults <laughs> we're all adults right we're not talking about little kids here we're not exactly we're not talking about little kids and little kids shouldn't be on the internet anyway because they got parents for that that will make those decisions on their behalf we're all adults here okay what's right for me might be wrong for you and vice versa there's nothing to argue about Cause I don't even, I don't even get into it with people anymore. Like I stopped doing that, you know, sometime last year, you know what I'm saying? Cause it, it's just what it is. I'm not, I don't have, I don't have energy for that anymore. And that's my opinion. Oh, I definitely agree. And like I said, I'm gonna keep it short. I'm, I'm just going to sum it up. 
because I've been talking to a lot of people lately who got, you know, major opinions, you know, they get their panties in a bunch about it. Look, people, Joe Rogan is one guy. Yes, I will admit there are doctors, there are medical professionals who think COVID is a hoax. They think, you know, these conspiracy theories, if you want to call them that. Everybody has different opinions. We're two years into this thing. This is not something that just happened two months ago. People already made up their mind. People who don't want to wear a mask aren't wearing their mask two years, yep. you know. And if they don't think COVID is real, they, they're definitely not going to change their opinion now. And Joe Rogan is not going to change it. If you believe COVID and you think it's dangerous, your opinion hasn't changed. At the end yep. of the day, it's, we're two years into this thing. People already made up their minds whether they're going to be on this side of the fence or the other side. So Joe Rogan ain't changing nobody's opinion. And if it is, well, they're grown adults. If they want to take his advice and, and you know, shoot themselves up with Clorox, if that's what they want to do, that's their choice. It's, it's Look, at the end of the day, I, I really don't care because, you know, uh, we're still stuck in this thing. People made up their minds if, you know, people are going to do whatever they want to do. So. Um, I think, you know, trying to cancel them over misinformation. Well, misinformation has been online for many years, ever since social media came. This ain't going to stop and this ain't going to change with Joe Rogan. So um, any any final thoughts, man? Um, my final thoughts on the Joe Rogan issue, and I'll repeat it, is that this was a critique of not only Joe Rogan, an expose as well of Joe Rogan, but also a critique and expose on the fallacy of the black community. Um, things will not change unless black people, um, you know, stand together on one united front and they will not because you have some black people out here that will tell you, I'm not black, I'm Nigerian. I'm not black, I'm Jamaican. I'm not black, I'm Trinidadian. So then we have just, you know, all these different subcultures of black, of, of, of African black people that they no longer identify with what they really are. And because of that, you know, things will always be the same. And, you know, that's my time. Absolutely, man. And my final thoughts is this. If you, you know, getting tired of the Joe Rogan experience, well, come experience the Prince of Fresh Air. So, um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I had to. I had Shameless plug. <laughs> um. Yo, man, it's, it's always a pleasure, man. I, I think this is uh, a really well done uh, you know, episode. And, you know, this is up to the people. What you decide, do you want to support Joe Rogan or do you not? You know, that's your choice. And whatever you decide, well, you know, I hope you stick by it. And, you know, if you want to continue to listen to him, that's your priority. I'm not here to change your mind. We just here to speak our truth and speak our peace. And, um, you know, let's hope that we can actually get some change and get some black people on board with this. Um, so, you know, thank you, Dimitri. It's always good to have you on, man. And like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand.